Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Work Therapy Podcast, where the struggle is real, but the possibilities are endless. I am Brooke, your co-host and founder here at In Good Company, and I'm delighted to have you. This is our little corner of the internet where we explore the modern work landscape, how to navigate it, and make it more meaningful. So everybody, I am I'm actually excited. I should have said instead of co-host host because I'm doing a special single episode of just me and I'd love to hear your feedback on what you think. It is January 5th, 2024, just so you know exactly what day it is. We are officially 5 days into the new year and we are in winter. So I wanted to share a few things today to hopefully encourage and support you. And the first thing I'm going to talk about is just the season of winter. And then the second thing I'm going to talk through is how I go about living intentionally and setting goals and um, moving the ball forward in my own life. Uh, So let's start with winter. My teacher... Suzanne reminded me on a call about a month ago that, you know, winter is a season where loneliness increases, um, just mental health can be more of a struggle. Older people die in the winters and, you know, it it feels as though some of that light goes out. And I want to read to you a little excerpt from one of my favorite, favorite books. It's called Let Your Life Speak by Parker Palmer. And I'm telling you, it's like one of those, for me, it's been a a life-changing book that I go to again and again. So here's an excerpt from Let Your Life Speak by Parker Palmer. In the upper Midwest, newcomers often receive a classic piece of wintertime advice. The winters will drive you crazy until you learn to get into them. Here, people spend good money on warm clothing so that they can get outdoors and avoid the cabin fever that comes from huddling fearfully by the fire during those hard, frozen months. If you live here long enough, you learn that a daily walk into the winter world will fortify the spirit by taking you boldly to the very heart of the season you fear. Our inward winters take many forms, failure, betrayal, depression, death. But every one of them, in my experience, yields to the same advice. The winters will drive you crazy until you learn to get into them. Until we enter boldly into the fears we most want to avoid, those fears will dominate our lives. But when we walk directly into them, protected from frostbite by the warm garb of friendship or inner discipline or spiritual guidance, we can learn what they have to teach us. Then we discover once again that the cycle of the seasons is trustworthy and life-giving, even in the most dismaying season of all. What sticks out to me about this passage is the quote, the winters will drive you crazy until you learn to get into them. I've also heard a quote, I think it says, like, if you're... um, if you're sinking dive dive into the water like if you're already in the water just like go deep and it's always though our inclination to run from that depth to avoid the pain to be distracted and you know i do i do think the gift of winter is just the offering to get into it to um let it be a time where we kind of learn to 
embrace that difficult part of life. And that isn't always true for everyone in the season of winter. I do think overall, though, that is what winter offers us is to truly find the light in the depth of whatever those disappointments are. And I hope that encourages you today just to remember to hold on to the light, whether that is, you know, finding those moments, if it is cold or it is dreary, really thinking through how can I get that, um, the depth that winter is offering me, like how can I surrender to that in a bit? And then also what do I need to bring in the light and the warmth? And for me so far this season, and I'm in Texas, so I know I'm like wimpy still, but it has been, you know, 30 degrees in the morning when I go run and it's pitch dark and it's, you know, overcast more than we're used to. So I've been going to the sauna. I went in five days last week and it's actually been incredibly renewing for me. And I think I'll be making that a practice this winter. So that's something that I'm doing to keep the light on. And then also just um, learning to, yeah, just spending more time reading, thinking, laying low. So winter is a gift and I hope that you are able to embrace it. The second thing I want to talk to you about today is just an exercise called the power of knowing what you want. And this is something I learned from my teacher, Suzanne Conrad, um, that I got certified to teach in um, her work. That's called, it's called, it's under the umbrella of Lightyear Leadership, but the specific program is uh, personal legacy. And this practice is called the power of knowing what you want. And This practice specifically is something that I have utilized in my own life for the past two and a half years on a monthly basis. And when it comes to setting intentions and just really being mindful about what I want and then actioning that out. And I think goals can be really intimidating. And sometimes like right now, I'm not quite there to set my goals and the way that I have been taught to do them and the way that I think are actually really powerful. I'm just not quite there yet. I think I'm still in this, in the part of the power of knowing what I want. So this principle is essentially, it's very, very simple. What you do is, and if you're driving or walking right now, you'll still be able to do this when you get home. You draw a circle on a piece of paper and inside of that circle, you focus on everything that you want. Outside of that circle, you write everything that you don't want. So I don't want to be stressed or I don't want to like yell at my children if they're frustrating me. And then when you think about what you want, that could be, I want to get good sleep. I want to eat nourishing food. I want to drive to Austin with the family and have a nice dinner one night. So the thing I love about the circle is you can you can just write words in there that resonate with you. You can write sentences. It's it's really open and free. And how I use this on a monthly basis is I will write on my I have an electronic journal. I journal on my iPad now and I have a an app called Good Notes and I use that every day. Well, let me be clear. I don't use it every day, but I I do, if you looked, I use it every week and at least multiple times a week. So I am consistent, but every day I am not an everyday person. I could not tell you that and say, yes, exactly every day, but I am very consistent. So I, at the beginning of the month, 
will draw a circle on a piece of paper and I'll label it January. I am going to go back to my December one because that's my most recent full one. And what I'll do is write next to December, like if I write the month, just right above the circle, I'll write, um, here's kind of like my one sentence phrase. This one is, I experience abundant joy and connection through radical receptivity that comes from a deep knowing that I and we are precious beyond measure. And that one phrase was something that really was the banner over my month of December that I read and reviewed all the time. And within that, I have a lot of different (laughs) words and thoughts inside of the circle. Again, I'm talking about the power of knowing what you want. What do we want to focus on in the circle? And I think to really bring it home, what we focus on expands. I know most of you have probably heard that phrase, and it is true. And so often in life, we can be driven to make choices which are more reactive based on what we don't want. Like, I don't want to get sick. Um, I don't want to, yeah, like I said, I don't want to yell at my kids. But we're really just, we're the energy behind what we don't want is, it's not as powerful as really envisioning that ideal state that you want to live in and the things that you want to experience. So inside of the circle, I'm just giving you examples to see how I do it. Uh, I said, I am building my capacity to wait for my double portion rather than meeting my immediate desires. Uh, A precursor season to a double portion. That's something that I sensed just in my prayer time. Another one was another declaration. I am learning to give and receive unconditional love, attention, a willingness to put my focus on someone else. And then I respect that was something I was really focusing on, like feeling no need to change or mold somebody, but simply accept them. So I wrote in the circle things that I wanted to be reminded of. A lot of times I'll say, if I'm really heavily focused on work that month or like a sales goal or something like that, I'll say two new lead calls this month. Like I'll put specific goals and numbers there. And that's what I have found the most effective way for me to live intentionally. And I hope this is helpful for you. I just thought I would give you just a short, sweet exercise that you could do. One thing I want to say about living with intention, which I like to even say more than like goal setting or New Year's resolutions is just living with intention. And what I have found, well, I I know to be true is to, to, you know, say you have the circle and you write it one time. Great. That is going to be a good experience, but you're not really going to see the impact of that in the way that you could if you didn't review it and then put it into a system. So what has really worked for me and works for a lot of other people that's been scientifically proven is simply our brains need a reminder. They need to, things that we want or intentions we're wanting to set our goals we we wanna hit need to be reviewed almost daily to keep us really, like I said, in that vision space and helping our brains and thoughts prioritize what we want. Uh, The second thing is, bringing ritualization into it. So when I say that, you know, a lot of times, and I I believe James Clear talks about this in his book, Atomic Habits. It's been like five years or whenever I, I read it when it first came out. I haven't read it again. But essentially, when we set goals, but we don't have systems to Uh, support us in fulfilling those goals or intentions, a lot of times they are just like a good intention that 
that falls flat. So uh, my system for really following through with my goals is I have time in the morning where I drink my coffee and I have my power of knowing what I want and I go through the circle and I review it and then I have a bigger page in Notion. If you haven't heard of Notion, it's my second brain and I work in it all the time. I highly, highly recommend it. It's an app and I've, it's, you know, it has pages upon pages and I, in that app will have, okay, here's all the guiding principles. I really um, want to remember. I'll have like my business goals in there, things that I'm like working on and thinking through when it comes to work. And I'll, I'll review that um, on my walk or at the end of my run every morning. So again, review and ritualization, those systems, we need to build really simple systems that we can commit to and that are easy to commit to that enable us to keep those intentions front and center. So let me wrap everything up for you. When I shared my December declaration that was kind of the banner over the month, it ended with, I and we are precious beyond measure. And that was something I heard in one of my meditation and prayer times. And I just want to remind you that you are precious and valuable beyond measure. And just know that, that the world is... um and needs you and you're a gift. And the second thing is remind I'm reminding you today that winter can be a time where the lights can go out and they it feels a little harder to find the light. And I encourage you to see just the depth and the the narrowness um of this season as a gift and to fully embrace what gifts this season has for you. And also find ways to bring the light in, whether that's like, you know, they meant going on a walk with a heavy jacket and getting the fresh sun on your face or going and getting heat in a sauna or having regularly scheduled um, coffee or dinner with a friend, whatever that is, do it. And the last thing is when it comes to setting goals, Starting with what you want in a really simple framework, like writing it in the circle, is powerful. Sometimes we think simple things can't be that powerful, but a lot of times it is the simple things that make the biggest impact and transformation in our lives. So today or this weekend, this week, take time to write, draw a big circle on a piece of paper and put everything that you want to experience this year, or maybe you do start with this month, um, what you want to feel like, maybe a few goals that you have already set that you're clear on, um, who you want to be, how you want to show up, put those in the circle, and then you can write outside of the circle everything that you don't want and focus on what you want rather than what you don't want. And then I encourage you to find a way to systematize, to ritualize reviewing this power of knowing what you want circle so that you can really experience all those, all those wonderful things that you want. So yes, I I hope today has been helpful, a fun little break and We will be back next week with listeners, workplace situations and fun 
guest host. So if you have not filled out the survey, we we do need more entries. I need to post it honestly on social media too, but if you'll go to the link in the show notes and just send us a work situation that you love advice on and, or just some thoughts around, we're happy and love to answer them. And I hope uh, until then you have a wonderful week and signing off. This is Brooke. I will talk to you soon.